And we thank you so much um, for being patient. Um, the woman of God is, is definitely... She definitely coming through, y'all. Trust me on that one. <laughs> she is. This happened to me too when I was getting. Oh, good morning, Will and Daughters of a King. Good morning. Good morning. Mm. First and foremost, I want to give honor to God and thank you, Father, for just allowing me to be able to wake up this morning and speak to the well and daughters of the king. Yes, Father. And I just want to ask you, God, just to have your way with me. Ask your way. Have your way with me, oh, God. Allow me to move out the way, God, so you can speak to your daughters, Lord. Yes, Lord. And I just want to say thank you, Father, for everything you've done and repent of all of my sins, God, knowing and unknown, God. And every word that comes to my mouth, God, let it be resonated with their hearts, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. And I just want to say thank you, Lord, for just keeping us all in the name of Jesus, no matter what. We belong to you. In the name of Jesus, glory to God. Amen. Oh, wow. Um, that was something. Uh, I had to hang up and get back on, but it's all right. Um, well, my title, and I believe this is my title, um, I went back and forth, so I want all of you women of God to give it a title for yourself. Um, when I say the title or start speaking about what God has um, exposed to me and um, what this word of encouragement is saying to you. Um, but the title that I came up with is Expose the Devil in the Secret Place by Telling the Truth. Um, and if you haven't tell the truth, or I'm going to say this. I'm going to ask the question for you all when you are putting it down in your notes. Have you exposed the devil by telling the truth? And if the answer is no, then this can postpone your process. Um, 
because we come to God, we get on this prayer line, we act like everything is okay throughout our day. Then we get up, we pray. It can maybe general prayer, but they can be surface prayers. But do we ever go deeper? Do we ever be honest with ourselves? Or do we just um, act like or be used to those things that have contaminated us or infected us and we just walk around like we're all good because, you know, we're doing a new thing with God and we're reading our word and we are, you know, just going you know, at those places where, you know, we feel like we we good. But do we ever talk about it? Like, do we ever, you know, say what's really going on? Or sometimes we can even be to a place where we act like the triggers are issues. Those things are, we're done, we over with. And this... um word that's coming forth. This is something that has been uh, ministering to me or God has been revealing this to me for a while now. And even some of the ladies, I'm going to talk about um, those things that they've probably heard before. Some of the, my, close, my, my sisters in Christ, you know, have heard me speak about some of this. But I wanted to share with you all about how um, I didn't even recognize that I was still dealing with anger issues. Um, I thought I was good. Um, And if you've heard my voice before, I spoke about damaged goods at one point um, because I knew I was damaged. I knew I was broken, but I thought I was good, you know. Um, but I didn't go to those places, you know, by being all the way honest, those secret places where um, I started to notice that I was easily triggered. Um, I also had to go and confess those things too. So, I'm going to go back um, to the triggers first. And in the Word of God, um, Descriptions that I came up with are the first um, is Matthew twenty six forty one
scripture connected to my triggers because we can be in the middle of doing something and easily get triggered from the people, from the things that we just hold deep down and be, you know, and don't even talk about it, you know. What are the triggers. What is a trigger? Um, a trigger can be caused by a particular action, process, or situation. What it means to be triggered is that we're having a strong, uncomfortable emotional reaction that stimulates that wouldn't ordinarily cause that response. While being triggered, people panic, they feel overwhelmed, they cry, and act out, withdraw, or react defensively. When we are experiencing these triggers, we can engage in gratitude, we can thank God for this opportunity to worship him and to be changed. We can thank him for the reminder that we all need a savior and God has provided one. We can embrace the promise, the promise of God's grace, is up to challenge. And God gives us grace in this area. Um, And he definitely gave me grace of when I really um, start to, or God start to expose, you know, the anger, the shame, abandonment, those things that I have been dealing with. And, you know, I've just been going through my life for the past couple of years. You know, um, I've been going through deliverance, being cleansed from the inside out, and not realizing I haven't been dealing with the things in my heart. Like, 
and God has brought it back to me. And um, I begin to learn how to confess those things. And what I mean by confess is I started to go deeper in my prayer. I started to um, actually see those things were affecting me like an infection. And I can give you an example of that will that God was showing me just when we was in prayer this morning. He was showing me a bull and how we can it can grow on you. You know, the bull that grow in different places. And I'm not sure if you all have experienced a bull, but it's like we can be holding that thing and walking around with the bull. And once it bursts, it bursts, and that's the trigger. Once it's punctured, it bursts, and all the stuff starts coming out, and you don't even know where it came from. And that's what happened to me when something triggered me. And I'm going to tell you which, what triggered the anger when I, I, I thought I was good. Um, I went into um, a ceremony with um, my husband and some other extended family, spiritual family, and um, it was an ordination service that took place for them and also my husband. So my husband became ordained as a pastor. And I was happy for him. I was fine. I was good. Um, but all of a sudden, uh, this anger came over me. But the anger didn't come until after the man of God um, gave me a word. And he, he asked me why I was angry. And I was looking at him like, I'm I'm good. Like I'm not angry. I don't receive that word. And he said, Why are you angry from your past? And I was still thinking like, I'm not angry. When I walked in, I was good. We was praying and like I was good, you know. Some stuff was coming out. You know, I was crying, I was doing all my little thing, you know, my husband got her day. I'm good. But, yeah, I was in my feelings because it's like, wait a minute. Why I didn't get ordained? Like, but, you know, I still wasn't catching that part. It took me a little bit to get there. To get there. Um, but the more I started thinking about the other stuff, I begin to get madder and madder. I couldn't even be happy for my husband no more. I was being selfish. And I apologized to my husband about it, and he was so concerned about me. 
you know, I told him not to worry about it, but he was concerned about me, you know, and he, he kept saying he wanted to get our day together, and I'm just like, it was okay. But the more I thought about it, I'm like, why, why would you say I was angry? Like, why am I being so angry? Why am I upset? You know, but I was mad at God. And I told God, he's going to have to explain himself to me. He got some explaining to do. Like, I was talking to God like that. I was confronting that thing. Like, I wasn't sitting around, um, you know, just being fake about it. I was telling the truth about how I was feeling. And this is me and my flesh. I was mad. I didn't want to read the word. I didn't want to pray. I didn't even pray with my family. I was disappointed. I was upset. And I'm still on the fact of why I didn't get ordained, but it didn't have nothing to do with that. This had to do with something totally different. And it took God a few days to come, but a few days for me is three. And what happened on that third day is that God exposed old things from my past that I thought I was done with. I had amnesia to it. Um, I have forgot all about those things. I really did. Um, and I didn't even realize that I was still walking around holding that stuff. Um, and what I had forgot about or thought about is just being left behind and then, you know, abandonment. And then I had some shame with it of not speaking about being molested from different men. And, yes, I have also been molested by a woman as well. I have been molested by people from my childhood and, I didn't never really speak of those things, not even to my sisters in Christ, not even to my real family. I, I became a monster. I had a lot of anger going on. Um, when I was a kid, they used to call me mean all the time. Um, I stuttered. But a woman of God, when I was speaking to her about this, she said God gave her and told her that I had been choked like I was choking as a child, and I didn't even realize that. Um, it, it's so many different things that I was start, God was exposing. I'm saying I, God was exposing to me in those days of um, why I was so angry and mad. I had not dealt with those things. Those things had to come out of me. And once I started to pick up on what those triggers were that made me so angry, angered, um, I started to confess. And 
confess to God. I had to admit those things, that I've been through those things, that I was still angry, that I was still mad, that I was ashamed to tell this story. Like, I wasn't even sure of what was going on when it comes to that. And the other scripture that I have for this is um, Ephesians 4 and 25, NLT. Ephesians 4 and 25. So stop telling lies. Let us tell our neighbors the truth. For we are all part of the same body. And reading this scripture, um, And going through this process, woman of God, Apostle Joanne, also gave me a scripture. Um, during this time I was going through this moment, um, she also gave me. And I didn't even want to read this. Like, she's the only one who really heard most of it. I had to say that. Um, it's also Ephesians 4 and 31. If you skip down, it's get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, and slander, as well as all types of evil behavior. And I didn't even know I was still dealing with this stuff, y'all. I thought I was good. And we walk around like we're good. And all this does is postpone our process. We sit up here and we act like, or we don't tell the whole thing. We just tell half of it. And why do we do that? Why we don't expose the devil? Why are we so busy holding back when our testimony of what we've been through can help somebody else? This is why it's called Iron Shoppers Iron. We're supposed to help our brother and our sister. And I'm just telling you to confess those things out your mouth. Why are you in prayer? Stop being so surface with God. It's time to go deeper. It's time to expose the devil. Because we just being held up like that bull. We just walking around with the bull on us. The infection within us when we just need to let it go. We have to face those demons. 
just like the woman of God spoke about last week, she said, we are qualified. She was telling us we qualify. We have that authority to confront those things. And we sit here like we all cute and like we got it going on when we don't got it going on because we haven't said nothing to nobody. We're just holding it in a secret places. When in that secret place with God, we tell the truth. We expose those things. Didn't you hear the part of the announcement? This is our secret place. And it's okay to tell the truth. You are not alone. We get on this line and we don't say nothing. We should sit there and spectate when we hurt and still. And we walk around like everything's okay. Hey, I'm blessing on all the favor. Okay, yeah. But what about the promise God has gave us? Don't you want the promise? Aren't you tired of seeing other women, other people prosper, and you not going nowhere? It's because you're postponing your process. Because you haven't said anything. We still walking around with this old heart when God wants to give us a new heart. So we can renew our mind. And it also made me think about the woman of God. I was in a meeting on Tuesday. She spoke about ripping off the band-aid. We got all of these wounds, but we haven't even exposed them. Just rip the band-aid off so we can get healed. How can you do that if you're sitting around still covering things up like you good, putting on the makeup, putting on the mask, putting on the hair, whatever, nails? We want to get right on the inside, on the outside. And I believe last week when I was hosting, I spoke about, I had said in the mix of that, that I was focused on my image because I am, or I was, how about that? My apologies. I was. I was focused on looking good, being right, but not thinking about what was going on on the inside of me because just like I said before, I had amnesia to it. I had forgot all about those things that happened to me as a child. When really, I was just easily triggered by something that was supposed to be a celebration for those people that I'm close to, my, you know, my, my family, my spiritual family, even my husband. I couldn't be happy for my husband because I was so busy walking around with a stinking attitude. And for what? Because I haven't exposed anything. I could be easily triggered by so many different things, not knowing I hadn't even confronted what was really going on on the inside of me. And that brings me to March 7, 20 through 23, dealing with our old hearts and those iniquities.
Mark 7, 20-23. And then he added, it is what comes from the inside that defiles you. For from within, out of a person's heart, come evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, greed, wickedness, deceit, lustful desires, envy, slander, pride, and foolishness. All these vile things come from within you. They are what defile you. Do you, we want to let these things defile us anymore? Like, when do we want to just surrender and have that peace? What does defile mean? to spoil something or someone so that, hold on, my apologies, I had the wrong, um, I had the wrong thing pulled up. My apologies, y'all. I had it together in my notes. What is the foul in the Bible? I like to do my definitions more from the Bible perspective. Um, those things which proceed out of the mouth come from the heart. When are we going to give those things up and give Jesus those burdens? That's the reason why he died on the cross for us. That's part of why he died on the cross for us. He took those 40 lashes for us. And we go out throughout our day and we forget about trusting God. We forget about the process, and we just act like we're good. We're just going through our process, you know, and people are making some of these things so worldly that, and when I say worldly, is you know, they're making it seem like it's just something that's simple, but really it's a whole lot deeper than that. And that's only because we're on the surface. We're not dealing with those things that has penetrated our heart and that's broken our heart, and we just walk around like we're okay. And I'm actually going through another process with my body in the natural. 
um, I recently got a hysteroscopy um, done. It took me so long to learn and say this word, but I had some fibroids um, that I didn't even know that I had until the talks has been, you know, with my husband and I trying to have a baby. This is even my first time actually seeing it out loud like this. Because <laughs> I, you know, still, I'm still at a place where it's like me having a baby. And when I spoke about the damaged goods, I spoke about I didn't even feel like I was worthy enough to have a baby because I was walking around angry. Angry. And I have children already, you know, from my husband. Um, from his first marriage that, you know, he had, but I never had children of my own. So my OBGYN, she dug a little deeper, and she didn't just go put me on some birth control pills like the other OBG had, you know, GYN have, you know, they say that I have something like PCOS, that's polycystic ovary syndrome, and it causes you to have chemical imbalances and can irregulate your menstrual cycles. So I've had irregulated menstrual cycles. And I've always had to be put on birth control to regulate my cycles. And I was told if I had lost weight, that I can get pregnant. But by that time, I was kind of over it. My husband and I, we had been going through so much in our marriage. And to be honest, I didn't even want kids by him no more. Like, I'm just going through so many things with that. I ain't thought about it. But I have, um, I did the weight loss surgery, but this was for me, for what? The image. <laughs> to a certain degree, not thinking about what was going on inside of me, still not dealing with those things I had been uh, holding captive in the inside of me, still having dealt with the infections of the anger, the shame, the pride, the envy, the slander, none of that. So I thought. I was dealing with those things. I was on the surface of them now, but I hadn't really dealt with it. I lost some weight, and my husband and I were on a great, great place. He's like, let's have a baby, let's have a baby. And I'm still on the borderline of what? Thinking I was a damaged good. And still not thinking about what was going on in my old heart. Or was I? is the question, you know, thinking God has given me a new heart, but I just haven't used it yet because I'm still focused on the old stuff. My image could be one. Um, anyway, the hysteroscopy was cleaning in my lining because I had fibroids in my lining. I did not know. And when God takes me through something spiritual, he takes me something through natural. I'm starting to notice this is being God's daughter for me. He takes me through something 
spiritual, and then natural first. Uh, so now the cleaning of my lining is prepared for the way I'm supposed to flow, the way, you know, naturally. So I'm going through things hormonal as well. Um, but it's like God had to deal with those things as far as in me going back to my childhood with my anger. Like there's so many things that he had to clean up out of me. So whenever God do bless us with the baby, that I won't be dealing with those things. Those things will be far and out the way. I will be delivered. And I'm telling you, women of God, postponing your process can cause you to be set back for the blessing that's coming forth. And you're more than enough. We just have to focus on letting go and surrendering so we can have the peace that God wants us to have in our heart. And I started to realize my elevation and growth because I have been, you know, some people call it getting tried, but the devil keeps confronting me with things and people in my workplace. Even in church, this happened to me the last weekend with people that probably would have gotten me angry, but all I wanted to do is show them the love of God. And it's happening in front of my husband. It's happening in front of my children. And I feel like God is using me to show his love now. Things that would get me so upset, I say what I have to say, but I'm still edifying. I'm still using the integrity and conducting my behavior. And I'm telling you, if God can do it for me, God can do it for you. If God can do it for me, then he can do it for you. Because we sit up here and we think just because we look good and feel good, but are we really good? And I thought I was, but I wasn't. So stop being in denial of what you think you may not be going through. You probably going through it, but just got amnesia to it. Even God was showing me and a woman of God that I worked with yesterday. She was saying she wasn't depressed, but she, but she kept talking like she was depressed. She didn't even realize what she was going through until she started to talk out loud. Next thing you know, the tears are just flowing because she's still hurting and she's grieving of a loss of a loved one. And she don't even want to get help for it. She's just dealing with it. Now she's walking around here angry and mad at the world. But she didn't even realize it until she started talking to me about it, how hurt she was. So I'm telling you, women of God, stop holding on to that thing like an infection. Stop carrying around and act like it's not there with the amnesia. 
But let go and surrender and expose the devil by telling the truth in the secret place. Thank you, women of God. That's all I have.